Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the merc he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in america he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the declaration of independence in the other he's sean thompson and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels Front page of Off the Press. Like 20% of Democrats want Donald Trump back in office. Welcome to Bidenomics and the American feudalism as the worst president in American history, the most incompetent, the most incapable, the most unfit, staggers and meanders through the most fascistic period in American history, bar none. And they're celebrating, I do love, how the Democrats managed to celebrate the collapse. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, America. You are a creepy dimwit, but a wonderful lunch date from what I hear. Joe Biden wanted to uh, celebrate the appointment of the most unqualified, underachiever, to ever sit on the Supreme Court, and that's saying something. We've had some real beauties in there. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with... Oh, here he goes. He thinks he's on an episode of Kung Fu walking through the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, also known as Eleven. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot... Him, uh, foot, foot wait, wait, what's the word? Yo, 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 dimwit. What's the word? Going to go on with the babbling? Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, uh-huh. traveling with him. And that's who traveled 17,000 miles on his vice president. I don't know that for a fact. He doesn't know anything for a fact. We have the only president capable of hiding his own Easter eggs. Now he's telling you a story about Xi Jinping, and I'm pretty sure he's reflecting on an old Kung Fu episode. He thinks he's David Carradine. And uh, we were sitting alone. I had an interpreter, and he had an interpreter. Did he call you Grasshopper? And he looked at me in all seriousness and said, can you define America for me? And I said what many of you heard me say for a long time. I said, yes, I can. In one word, possibilities. You know, this is funny, that word, possibilities. It's funny. I don't know what year it was when he was traveling 17,000 miles in his Kung Fu episode, but I do know that the one word to describe America, I don't think possibilities is the right, I don't even think it's in the top 10. How about Liberty. You know that word, don't you? I guess you wouldn't know that, you fascist, feeble fraud. Ooh, a lot of Fs there. How about freedom? Are these the words that pop into the mind of the American Marxist mafia member? No, they don't. Because in Joe Biden's feeble mind, aside from listening to constant circus music, that's why he can't get a sentence out. He's going to compete with fascists, corrupt oligarchs around the world. That's why these emergencies you see and you're inundated with constantly by the 
propaganda networks, Pravda, pretending to be media outlets. It's one tragedy, one emergency, tragedy, emergency, tragedy, emergency, fear. They have to keep that game on. And of course, this war is terrible. It truly is terrible. As you think about the chaos in Ukraine. Now, we don't know where the missiles are coming from. I'll never forget that a family member killed in war. It took 30 years for us to find out it was friendly fire that killed him. Didn't make the death any less tragic. In fact, it made it more tragic. So I, we also he goes on in this dim-witted speech to let on that we have been training the Ukrainians, and he doesn't tell us how long. I'm going to guess until they, and once they started really bribing the Biden crime family. I'm going to guess the accusations of biolabs that were confirmed by one of Biden's dimwits. I'm going to guess that the accusations of America stoking a false war using Ukraine as a front man may be true. And this is a tragedy. And it's like every other war. The innocent people, they suffer. The oligarchs are offshore. Their money, like their money, offshore. So when you see the Dow Jones rally on a news of a tragedy in Ukraine, because the corporatist system loves tragedy. They love it. The Biden administration loves it. He gets to come out and give a fancy speech about appointing a woman who should have never been appointed. Never. And one of the key aspects of why she shouldn't have been appointed never saw mainstream media. But I found it. My home community of Lynchburg, Virginia, we just had an illegal alien convicted of murder. Uh, that's the wrong clip there, honey. You put it under Ted Cruz. That's somebody else. So I'm going to delete that, get the regular clip. In the meantime, here's Joseph Biden. Possibilities. That in America, everyone should be able to go as far as their hard work and God-given talent will take them. And possibilities. We're the only ones. That's why we're viewed as the ugly Americans. We think anything's possible. No, no, no. You're viewed as the ugly Americans because the Democrat Party is made up of ugly Americans. The problem you have is when you say you can go possibilities, how come you don't want to talk about the possibilities that you take away from people as you extort and encumber them with your abuses of both policies and taxation? That's where I would go with that. So when they see a poll come out that I see, 20% of Democrats want Donald Trump back. It's not Donald Trump they want back. It's the political atmosphere, economic strength, foreign policy beliefs that he embodied that they want back, that everybody's going to want back. But as you see the war stoke in Ukraine, as you see the unfit Marxists, the fascists among us, be put in bureaucracies, including the Supreme Court, which I'm sorry to admit is a bureaucracy. What you're going to realize is that Joe Biden is the perfect stooge, the perfect Trojan horse of the overthrow of American principles. So when he was asked by number 11, Xi Jinping, describe America, he came up with possibilities. That's an open kind of word, possibilities. Especially when the possibilities are that one day, sitting in the most powerful office in this country, could potentially be somebody who's been bribed for decades by both enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the possibilities that was opened up when America was inundated with propaganda, when they were pulled off their principles, when they were made to believe in fear of candidates versus fear of the abandonment of American possibilities. So when I play this next clip, remember, they have virt virtually nothing to go on except to stoke that fear and get at least 20% of Democrats back. Of course, they always have on their side that ballot harvesting trick. 
And is there a way to maybe save the house? Most people don't think there is. But the strategy that people are kind of thinking about now, and it's it's driven not just by the left, but by anybody who's in danger, is we're going to have these 1-6 committee hearings. Donald Trump's going to be in the spotlight. He was the reason. He wasn't on the ballot in 2018 when we had massive turnout that helped Democrats, that blue wave. It was because we nationalized the elections and made it about fear of Trump. Let's take Donald Trump take that 1-6 committee, the threat he poses to democracy, make him still the face of the Republican Party. I'm not endorsing the strategy. I'm saying this is what a lot of people are talking about doing. Make him the face of the Republican Party. Talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Madison Cawthorn. Say this party is crazy town. It's Trumpist. Trump is a threat to our democracy. Make, try to make Democratic base voters scared again. They have to do that because even Democratic voter base were to focus on exactly the principles, the issues, and the people that are promoted by the Biden regime, they would be disgusted. I have to believe that. I I don't like Democrats. I particularly don't like Chicago Mafia Democrats. But I can't imagine Democrats would sit idly by and cheer a day when a pedophile-friendly justice was put on the highest court in the land. When you realize that the mandatory minimum for distributing child porn is 60 months that under federal law, you can't go below 60 months. What that means is that judges across the country, on average, sentence those distributing child porn to 75 months longer than the mandatory minimum. And Judge Jackson sentences them, on average, to 11.9 months longer. Now, the Democrats suggest this is cherry-picking. This is based on every single child pornography case she's decided. And by the way, we just last week after the hearing got information on another case, United States versus Weeks, of an individual who raped his 13-year-old niece. Judge Jackson sentenced him to half what the prosecutors wanted because he failed to register on a sex registry and went to work at a daycare. How many people knew this? How many people were, should we cheer? Is it a great day? Is it a good morning, Kamala? Dimwit? Get on the table. While he was released early because of Judge Jackson's sentence, he committed another sexual assault, a rape. Again, she had him before her. And again, she sentenced him to half what the prosecutors sought. She sounds like a Cook County judge. Sure, put her on the Supreme Court. This is a pattern. Now, Democratic senators like to say they don't want to abolish the police. But I'll tell you what, if Judge Jackson is confirmed, her record demonstrates that it is 100% certain she will vote to overturn the death penalty and that repeatedly she will vote to overturn strict sentences on violent criminals, to release violent criminals from jail, to overturn strict punishments on sex offenders. And my Democratic colleagues like to say when crime is skyrocketing, when murder rates are skyrocketing, when carjacking is skyrocketing, when sexual assaults are skyrocketing, my Democratic colleagues say it's not my fault. Well, I'll tell you what. When you vote to confirm justices who release criminals over and over and over again in a way that is wildly out of the mainstream, It is the Democrats' fault. Biden goes on to say that the Republicans that voted for her, Romney, Murkowski, Collins, should be celebrated. Should they be celebrated? Should anybody be celebrated? Wrong. Who votes for the lack 
of American law, the lack of American principles. That's okay, though. They got CNN to cover it all up. The indignity of the confirmation hearing was one thing. The indignity of watching so many members of Congress leave the room before the final vote was tallied. The idea that some couldn't be bothered to put on a tie. Now we're going to go to the last hearing of a judge that was nominated. Well, not the last, the second to the last, Kavanaugh. And what took place in the White House. And it reminds me how we're inundated all the time with the horrors of January 6th. Real destruction to this country, the real destruction to the Capitol, the real destruction to the institutions are the Democrat mafia members. Listen to what they did when Kavanaugh and she's this this Marxist fluffer that was on CNN was upset because people left and didn't wear a tie. Anybody remember Kavanaugh? Sergeant at arms will restore order in the gallery. What you're watching is the live image right now of the Senate as they are making the final vote on Justice Kavanaugh. So here's the key that you must pick up. All liars, all frauds, throw accusations the whole time to cover their own actions. That's what we're facing here. That's what we're facing here. This is not a good morning in America. It's not a good day. This is the American Dark Ages. This will go down in history as the most incompetent, most corrupt, most unfit, most compromised and bribed president and administration to ever hold the office in this country's history. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM 560. The answer. Grasshopper. 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping. I wonder... What they could have possibly talked about. Cut the music, kid. And we want to turn now to a CBS News investigation by Catherine Herridge, who spoke with a top Republican senator who for years has been investigating the business dealings of the president's brother and son. CBS News has learned that more than 150 transactions involving either Hunter or James Biden's global business affairs were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. How many thousands went unreviewed? So perhaps when Grasshopper and Xi Jinping, also known as number 11, were discussing things against the backdrop of China and what makes America great, they were coming to terms on how the guaranteed winner of the presidential election could sell out his country and enrich the communist China. That's what I think. What about you, Ralph and Rantoul? Hey, good afternoon, Sean. Good to be a part of your experience. Hey, look, I don't think that uh, Biden is completely incompetent. I mean, he's he's crooked above all other things, and he's been that way forever. Um, I think he's just senile enough to know that he's being used, and he's okay with it. And I'll tell you, I think the puppet master behind this wet sock meat puppet, all right, is definitely the Bamster. Rush talked about this a couple months before his death. In December of 2020, Rush said, hey, look, behind all of this, you're going to find out it's the Bamster. And they're going to serve their evil purposes until behind the scenes the Bamster says it's time to take him down. Then the laptop stuff is going to get verified. The Biden crime family will little bit by little bit get exposed. So my question is, what do they got lined up for their replacements? Because uh, you, well, you have to think of it the way Kamala. I th- you have to think of it the way I think of it. 
It's it, 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 they're yeah. figureheads, but it's a mafia. It's a conglomerate. It's a syndicate. And they have their families and they have their their temporary heads. But it's the party of corruption that will always be at the center of the decisions. After all, it's why the Dow Jones went, went up today right after the bomb dropped, because no one's going to care yeah, yeah. who dropped the bomb. So it's it's just another excuse to escalate and fight this war. And that's a money making scheme. Now they got to keep you you under constant sense of emergency. And you mark my words, Ralph and Rantoul. You mark my words. The shutdown part due in the mafia-run states is just around the corner. Thank you very much, Ralph. You know how much I appreciate you listening and calling. Thank you. You betcha. I love you, guy. You too, brother. And that's the reality of what we're facing here. This is organized crime, and they've got it down pat. Because even among Democrats that are not in on the scam, now I don't know what that percentage is, but it's small. There's a bunch of people getting awful aware of how good it was just a couple of short years ago, 16 months to be exact. Exact. They're aware. I mean, how many, how many times does it take to repeat a lie before everyone believes it? That's the only question. I don't know any battered housewives, but I'm sure somebody out there can answer that question. But people are starting to get squirrely, and they're starting to ask even people who are beyond reproach, not because of their competence or their intelligence or their qualifications, but because of their sexual proclivities. You, you do realize, Pete, um, a lot of black people feel like Democrats have kept no promises since they've been in, since they've been in office. Really? Yes. We, Reverend Allen said that a million times. I'm sure he'll be I mean, pressing you about okay. that tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, look, I get it. No, you don't get it, Pete Buttigieg. You know how to get Merlot out of cashmere, but you don't understand the plight of the ordinary man. You have gas cards. You have expense accounts. You have bribery that has made you rich. The average man not in on the scheme is the one that's drowning in the quicksand of your socialist corrupt failure. Sooner or later, hopefully, there'll be more of them than there are those people who want in on the scam. Michael Southside. Hi, Sean. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I hope you are well. I am. Thank you. Um, there's one especially nauseating aspect about the whole nomination and confirmation of, of a KG, KBJ. Yeah. The new Supreme Court justice. Let's just go with affirmative uh, action, Jackson. It's faster. It's more accurate. I like it. Go ahead. I understand. Uh, here's the issue for me. Um, it exposes the, hypocrit- the hypocrisy of a lot of the uh, lefty activists out there. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that Joe Biden was, you know, apologizing for his alleged mistreatment of Anita Hill. You know, the guy, the guy also filibustered another black woman, but all he had to do was nominate uh, affirmative action Jackson, and all of a sudden the uh, the free, the uh, positive press is flowing like waters in Niagara Falls. It's That's incredible. Disgusting. And you know what else? It's an insult to my black brethren. Because you want me to believe that just because of somebody's skin color, they endorse an intellectual fraud, a failure who sides with pedophiles and those who traffic in child pornography more than they do the sense of American law. And that's a problem I have because I still have friends. I don't judge people on their race. I have non-Caucasoid friends. And if their child was ever harmed, you know who they're going to call? They're going to call me because they know. I got their back, and I'm going to ride around in that car till we find that son of a dog. And we're not going to take chances putting them up before judges like this. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate the call. It's an insult to people of all races, of all sexes, to tell you not to look at the history and the judgment of a judge. This woman is a failure, but she has clout. She's an apparatchik to the mafia. And she's got, you got a, you got a bright future. No, regardless of how incompetent 
how corrupt you are. I mean, after all, look at Joe Biden. Who exemplifies incompetence and corruptions and corruption more than this buffoon? I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with... Brilliant! Xi Jinping, one word. And you didn't come up with liberty or freedom? Takes a great man to overcome dementia. He ain't one. We'll be back after this. AM560, The Answer. You know, it's an interesting time. I've always said the people that make the greatest Americans, by and large, are people who uh, have either themselves or very close family who lived under fascistic, Marxist, Soviet, communist rule. Those are the people who understand how important it is to stoke the principles of Americanism, liberty, freedom. The silver lining in the atrocity of the government reaction to the Fauci flu is that kids paid a very high cost, very high cost. They had their lives forever changed, the trajectory of freedom forever taken away. Now they're going to fight hard to get it back. The ones who understand intellectually how important it is. The ones who are going to be willing slaves, we call them Democrats, they're always going to be followers. They're always going to be more apt to buy the lies and the scam of the pathological gangster government. It is so wonderful to see kids fight against corrupt power. It's wonderful. One of the reasons I hate political creatures and animals and organizations is because they share the idea, the philosophy, that they are those who are to distribute freedom, American principles, liberty. They're the mitigators of those principles. They are the pseudo-intellectual, self-described elites. They are the ones who pretend to be able to pick and choose what is important and what is not, what citizens are to know and what are not. They redact information they don't like. It's how you have the year 2022 where this corrupt piece of dung, some refer to as president, and his crime organization, Democrats, are now in control of the branches of government. Now, if you're going to fight back, it's going to come from the youth. Those of us who are a little older, although we look wonderful, we're, uh, we got about, what, 20 years, 30 years off before our socks are wet, and we're asking Joe Biden's nurse why. But the reality is it's nice to see when kids stand up for themselves. So I'm going to play Daniel Schmidt who I thought did a fantastic job at the University of Chicago yesterday. I'm Daniel Schmidt. I'm a freshman at the University of Chicago. My question is for Ms. Applebaum. Um, so in 2020, you wrote, those who live outside the Fox News bubble do not, of course, need to learn any of the stuff about Hunter Biden, referring to his laptop, of course. Uh, a poll later after that found that if voters knew about the content of the laptop, 16% of Joe Biden voters would have acted differently. Now, of course, we know a few weeks ago, the New York Times confirmed that the content is real. Do you think the media acted inappropriately when they instantly dismissed uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation? And what can we learn from that in ensuring that what we label as disinformation is truly disinformation and not reality? I, my, my problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is, I think, totally irrelevant. I'm so because this pseudo-intellectual, sexually frustrated Viagra slayer felt it was irrelevant... How many people were killed in Ukraine? Because it wouldn't have happened. We could talk about the economy, and that's a layup. None of the circumstances we're facing would be happening. All of it self-inflicted 
81 executive actions, you're living in the beginning of the reality of the Biden failures. His team of apparatchiks that have infiltrated the bureaucracies, all avoidable. If pseudo-intellectual, sexually frustrated Viagra slayers such as this dimwit, this political whore, which is the only way she can raise money, believe me, if she would have found it relevant, because the evidence against Joe Biden, although culminates in the Hunter Biden laptop, is something that should have been public information for the last five decades. Because this fraud from Delaware is attached to over 100 LLCs, all set up, not just for tax avoidance in the way Barack Obama and the rest of the Democrats avoid taxes, but to hide bribery. This is the game. And nobody's going to talk about it because you'll be inundated with more tragedies, whether they're in Ukraine. I mean, I guess it's not tragic when they they bomb a a fuel depot in Russia. That's just they got it coming, right? They're manipulating it. And all the attention is off all of the past corruption in Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, Yemen, Libya, open air slave trades, all of it, all because people like this thought that information was not relevant, or did she? She knew that that information would have changed the course, and she would not be in the position she is, which is treated with respect. A panelist, she should be a defendant with the rest of them, a defendant. And in there lies the tragedy. And that's why these pseudo-intellectual Fabians, Marxists, collectivists of all kinds, need to be stripped from their position. But she is a woman. And she does look like a man, so she may be a tr- threat. She may be covered by all kinds of virtue shields. Mitchell displays. You know, it's so much to think, Sean. We talk about uh, cover-ups. You know, when Oswald basically defected to Russia, just to let you know, that was part of a false defector program that was based on the ONI and the CIA out of Nags Head, North Carolina. Okay, so when everyone's talking about how he goes there and he wants to defect, it was a mission with about 25 other people. Then about a few years later, during the assassination, you have what I call the Warren Commission, which is a was the asinine pseudoscientific sham that was part of the cover-up. Oh, yeah. Okay, we know now that Oswald had nothing to do with it. Okay, Absolutely. and see, you were talking earlier about politicians in the cover-up. This goes back centuries. Yeah, it's, it's a way, Sean, to do exactly what you that you described in what I call very critical detail. What you think is being perpetrated to you is the complete opposite, right, yeah. John? No, absolutely. You know, Mitchell, it's funny. If you go back through history, through the fall of Rome, organized crime was set up by a Roman soldier who was friendly with the power then. This is the same thing here. The government is protecting organized crime, and Joe Biden represents the culmination of it all. And it's going unreported because pseudo-intellectual frauds are bribed in one form or another, maybe in some form of success or acceptance to deem information of the absolute undeniable corruption not relevant. Well, it was relevant, Viagra Slayer. It is relevant. And what staggers in the office, because I don't think he sits too much after all his diapies went, what staggers and defiles the office of the presidency, what disgraces America, is a corrupt gangster who should be removed, should have been removed, when this information became undeniable, because now it's undeniable. 
It's absolutely undeniable. Some of those concerns included large wire transfers. This is the way it is. After a nearly three-year investigation, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley told CBS News he believes the president's younger brother, James, was instrumental in Hunter Biden's Chinese business venture. You know what you almost have to admire? They don't care. And it's, it, they're, they're openly saying, unless Republicans win the House, he gets away with it. There is no justice. And now he's protected even in the Supreme Court as he put in an unqualified, friendly to sex traffickers, pedophiles of children in one of the most important courts in the land, which shows you it's a kangaroo court. This is a banana republic, not a republic, not a democracy. It's a gangster government controlled oligarch kleptocracy. 312-642-5600. AM560. So it's a funny, I put up a lot of uh, news sites on, in, in the studio, Xanadu here, and it's such a, a, a great tell. The cover of the Drudge Report, the top story, is about these idiots in Los Angeles. These idiots, these fraud actors, these morons, and some slap and some penalty. Is that news? Who gives a rip? I prefer Off the Press. See, Off the Press wants to let everybody know in the world that the Department of Injustice, head up by the fraud, the Chicago gangster, ferret face, Merrick Garland, strikes out in its so-called convictions of the alleged kidnapping plot against Whitmer. See, because that was a false flag entrapment by the FBI. They don't want the people to know that that kind of thing happens. Otherwise, people will start to ask, who is Ray Epps? Then they won't be able to use it. It's a fear-mongering tactic. Let's see, there's kind of... that. The part that bothers me is that everyone doesn't know that. Of course, if everyone knew what the Democrat mafia was all about, would there be Democrats? I don't think so. Tracy, parts unknown. Hello? Yes, hi. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, Sean, good to talk to you, sir. You too. My, my question is this. I don't know what the rules are with the government, but uh, <clears throat> the way the there government works... Why? Why, if they can give phones to everybody and money to every country around the, the world, why can't they give money to, like, St. Jude or Tunnels to Towers or anything, or anything like that? I just don't understand it. I mean, they're willing to, you know, Tunnel to Towers, they build homes for, for veterans, and St. Jude helps the kids, and, and they're helping everybody. You know what they could us. do? They could have Joe you know. Biden's brother, who was given a $1.5 <laughs> billion contract to build homes in Afghanistan. I mean, I'm sorry, Iraq, excuse me. Yeah. Um, to build homes here, but he's not really a home builder. And that wasn't really a contract. It was a bribe. So the problem to your, to your, your question answers itself. They're never going to help organizations that are not going to kick back to the mafia. Right. And there you go, Tracy, because this is a mafia. And if you think they care about kids, Tracy, you do remember Madeline Albright, right? You do. I know. I know all about it. 500,000 kids in Iraq. Not a word. Who's the war criminal? Oh, I think Putin's a war criminal, too. I also think Madeleine Albright's a war criminal. Sean, I, I just want to... Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, I just want to say if more people would listen to you and be enlightened on what's really going around, I think the country would be better off, and oh. during the election, things are going to change. Thank you. That's, Cut that first part that do. Tracy said, honey bunny, off and send it to my wife. I've been telling her that for decades. Thank you, Tracy. Just listen to me. Will you listen to me? Bob Lombard. 
Yeah, Sean, uh, I just want to say uh, putting affirmative action Jackson on the Supreme Court made Joe Biden's hair on his legs stand up. Ooh. And I just want to tell you. And here, just, if just, kids rub yeah. it, Action Jackson says that's okay. Yeah. It all starts to make yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Does explain yeah. why. Thanks uh, for the good work, man. I listen to you every day. Bob, you made my day. Thank you very much. You guys all make my Take day care. every day. Thank you. I love this. This isn't a job. It's a dream. And the reality is it can change things. And when you see kids stand up, kids, this is an 18-year-old kid. I got kids this age. The courage it takes to stand up and question this false fraud pretending to be a god among men. I absolutely love it. And there was another kid. There's two kids there. You've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation. Uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jussie Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the, uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? Now, he knows it's a rhetorical question. The good news is... That kid's going to be in society an asset, unlike the Democrats, who are nothing more than leeches and barnacles. Joe, Naples, Florida. Yeah. So, Sean, you always refer to the Democrats, but how, how are conservatives or Republicans going to take back the government when you got somebody like Lisa Murkowski, a Republican, who voted for Jackson? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, she wasn't even elected to office. Her daddy put her in that position. And there is a great candidate up in Alaska named Kelly Chewbacca or something. So, Joe, where are you originally? You're in Naples, Florida now. Where are you originally from? Northwest Indiana. Okay. So the way that it's going to work in the future is that people are going to realize we're not United States of America. We're the Soviet States of America. And the smart people are going to move to areas where they can make a difference, where they can make sure that their states remain immune to the fascism and corruption of the Democrat mafia. I don't think it's going to happen in the country. I do think it can happen in key states. Now, the question is, will it be the 21 states putting up a fight? Will it be the 10 states that people go to for a variety of different reasons? I don't know. But you're exactly right, and it's going to take a movement to throw out the frauds. But here, you're going to listen to a commercial in a little while. I'm sure it's going to run again because it's bought by Griffin's money of a fraud named Irving who's going to run as a Republican governor candidate for Illinois the whole time voting for Democrats like Joe Biden. So how's it going to end? I don't know. The smart people are going to have to go to smart states. Thank you very much. Here's the good news. There's a move by the dumb states to make sure that all their dummies stay there. For that, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors has voted unanimously yesterday to suspend all official travel to Texas and to Florida because of those states' policies involving the LGBTQ children and families. Good. Let's do that among all these Democrat states. Let's separate this son of a gun. You take all the Welch, the welfare roach states, and we'll take the good ones. It's about time. You go your own way. Practice your corporatism, your industrial complexes, military, big pharma, all the rest of the insurance payoffs. You take the corruption and the Joe Biden scum. Let's go our own way. That's how you brighten it up. Plus, we got the better states. You can get tan in mind. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Efforting to get Gerald Solante on the line. His, the NSA may have scooped him up. He may be in a camp now because we're living in an America few people recognize. And I want you to just think about something for a minute. With all of the known atrocities, known atrocities of China, the outrage, the slavery, the murder, like every communist totalitarian hellhole, the corruption that Democrats are used to, so I don't expect them to be outraged about that. The idea that a city and a state in this country can outlaw travel, not to a communist regime, not to a slave-running, slave-owning, slave-endorsing country. In fact, they incentivize business. Half, if not more, of their athletes have contracts with China. They're not banning travel to China. L.A. County is banning travel to states in the same country. For that, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors has voted unanimously yesterday to suspend all official travel to Texas and to Florida because of those states' policies involving the LGBTQ children and families. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott has ordered that gender-affirming treatments provided to transgender youth be investigated as child abuse. In their You out? It's, it's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, after all, the idea that you wouldn't permit 9-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 13, 14, 15 to mutilate their genitalia in the name of a desire, because, you know, kids never had that, never changed their mind. I mean, I remember anybody else raised kids? They changed their mind about their favorite color, about their room, about destinations they want to go to. They changed their mind about all kinds of things. Yet once their genitalia is destroyed, there's no one changing that. And all that Greg Abbott and people with an IQ over 60 and anybody who knows right from wrong wants to do is say, wait a minute, why don't you at least wait until you're off Obamacare to make that choice? Motion Supervisor Sheila Kuehl and Hilda Solis called this order, quote, discriminatory, harmful, and just plain cruel. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis recently signed into law the so-called Don't Say Gay bill that restricts instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in early grades. The ability to continue to lie about this bill just goes unchecked. But it so explains the American Democrats. It has nothing in there. Nothing in there about not saying gay. It has nothing in there about children of gay parents celebrating themselves. Nothing. All that it says is that union apparatchiks, Marxist professors and teachers and whatever they call themselves, cannot indoctrinate or brainwash the children. After all, I think that's important. It's truly important. Of course, you'll never hear tomboy has a whole new meaning now. Speaking of tomboys, turns out that Pete Buttigieg went to endorse the Marxist mafia on The View. Talking about attacks on LGBTQ+, your husband, Chasten, is a teacher. And he's been a vocal critic of what's going on in my state of Florida when the, with the so-called don't say gay law now, um, which he says will kill kids. Do you agree? And, you know, as a- Wait a minute. 
If you don't indoctrinate kids, third grade and under, it will kill them. If you don't sexualize them, it will kill them. Come on, and, man. And this is a this is a sentence that has not only seriousness, but the gravitas to be repeated on a national syndicated television show and no one questions about it? As a politician, because this this strikes you as, you know, your husband is a teacher. Yeah. You are uh, obviously LGBTQ yourself, and you are now a parent. Yeah. So how do you feel about yeah, this? Yeah, he, he's right, and, and I think every law... He's wrong, Pete, and I don't care how much you want to get your feet rubbed. Wrong. The idea that people needed this kind of input from the government as if... We had never had gay people we loved, were in our family, we dealt with on a regular basis. Is an insult, but it's an insult on many levels when you look at the Marxist Mafia's hypocrisy. But this one is really, this is a cake taker. ...ought to be judged for the effect it's going to have on real people in real life. And I, I get the political reasons why they're doing this. By the way, some of those... Let's open up the lines. I want to know how many people knew that the school had the right... To tell your preschooler, your kindergartner, your first grader, your second grader, and your third grader had the right to enter sexual conversations with your child. Is this something that was widely known? I certainly didn't know about it, but I'm a decent human being. I had no idea this would be something they would tell kids. And I'm so proud of myself because every day I drop my kids off at a private school. The last thing I said to them was, don't believe a word these idiots tell you. Political reasons is they don't have a plan on anything else, right? I mean, they, they, they don't have a plan on dealing with inflation or, or, or dealing with, <laughs> with gas prices or, or dealing with the issues of We of the can't day. get home. So run cover for your sexual proclivities and your perversion of, of society. Saying the Republicans don't have a plan for inflation. Hey, stupid. Inflation is your problem. It follows the Democrat policies everywhere they go. High taxes, feudalism, hopelessness. This is the reality, the ramifications of a Democrat regime in power from a municipality to the White House. We had an answer for inflation. It was called policies of capitalism and freedom, property rights. It was a strong, not just economy, it was a strong, most important part of the economy. An unfettered energy system that, unfortunately, we didn't do as well as we could have. Insurance in Florida. So we're, yeah, we're banning all sorts of conversations. Right, it's easier, right? It's easier politically, but this is going to hurt people. I mean, I think about it, Chaston and I talk about this a lot. If, if our kids were in a classroom in a state where one of these laws passed, you know, what if they come in on a Monday morning and, uh, you know, sitting around talking about, you know, in first grade, how was your weekend? And they want to say, oh, I just had the best time over the weekend with my dads. We, we, we got ice cream. And, and the teacher has to say, oh, no, no. Now, here's the thing, Pete. You fraud. I mean, I understand you can't talk about anything other than your sexual proclivities, because that's why you got the job you got. It has nothing to do with the speech of the kids. Nothing. The law is very clear and very simple. The teacher is not to discuss sexual preferences with third graders or younger. That's the law. It's simple. And here's what else you don't want people to know. You fraud. 80% of this country supports it. 80% doesn't want a stranger to discuss sexual preferences, sexual options, or even sex with a third grader, you sick bastard. Are you out of your fracking minds? Leave the kids alone. Of course, that doesn't fit 
the agenda of your new Supreme Court justice, who is anything but supreme. Verlan. Well, this started about 15 years ago. My daughter came home. My daughter's about to be 30 in July now. She came home and told me, Daddy, they're teaching gay history in school. And I said, what? And so uh, she talked to me about it, and I went up to school to talk to them about it. It was Simeon High School, and they told me, well, Mr. Galloway, if you don't, we teach inclusion here. If you don't want your kid to learn about gay history, you can take her out of here. Can I ask you and something? My wait, 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 wait. What, 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 what gay history? What do you mean? They're just people in history was, who happen to be gay. Do they have for something that I did extremely heterosexual history? Is there something called that? Or is there just history? I'm so sick of this. Do we have, uh, uh, yeah, do we have Polish history? Do we have Jewish history? What, why must we categorize people like this rather than just history? And the offensive part is somebody who in my family I adore, he's gone now, who I loved, I was proud of, was homosexual and a professor. This is nothing he advocated. Nothing. And he was a professor in college. This was not conversation for school. Why is it all of a sudden we must inundate third graders, second graders, first graders, and preschoolers? Well, I don't know. All I know is that they gave me a bottom line. You could take her out of here if you don't want her to know it because we teach inclusion. And my daughter begged me because Simeon was a good school. But she begged me, please, I want to stay here. Don't take me out of here. That's the yeah, only well, reason it's why. It's time I to start doing the way we were done. What would your father have said if you begged him for anything? It's time we raise our kids. Oh. Stop letting them raise us. Maybe it'll solve a lot of the damn problems. After all, we got a bunch of spoiled children sitting in very important positions because of their sexual proclivity versus their actual expertise. How do I get Merlot out of cashmere, squirrel hands? Don't tell me you know. Tim DeKalb. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you? If I was a teacher in school and I was going to teach the children about my wife and I who uh, observe Christian sexual orientation, sick we take ownership of the words orientation, and we take back, we need to take back the ownership of lots of words that have been literally changed by neologism. And I'm just saying it would be an outrage. The, How about the we start label. with parent? Do you know? I remember. Yeah. I remember a, a, of a, a relative gave my daughter when she was a baby, an aspirin. And I remember the, are you out of your mind? You're going to give my daughter, who are you to give my daughter medication? Isn't that the same position we should be taking? Who are you to give my child a conversation about intimacy between human beings? Who are you? And we put these teachers back in the box they're supposed to be in. Their job is to teach what we tell them to teach, not what they tell us to teach. It's a disgrace, and it's time we start talking to these pseudo-intellectual fascistic frauds the way they deserve to be, like scum that they are. Brian, Oak Forest. Hey, formerly Oak Forest. Uh, Just a reminder, the Supreme Court justice was on the Georgetown Day School Board of Trustees, so they pushed CRT, and that's enough for her to not be there as well. They have to remember something, Brian, because a great man once said it. They have to steal history. To rewrite the future. Thank you very much. That great man is now has a radio station. Ignacio. Ignacio. Hey, Sean. Hey, this is your uh, your local Cuban refugee living Cuba 2.0 right now here. Um, for some reason, people are under the misconception that this next election is going to change things. When the corrupt party in control controls elections, and the fact that Republicans, mostly, not all, 
are basically Democrat-like. You can't vote your way out of this. And I agree with you that states like Florida and others can do things, but all that's going to lead to is a civil war. I'm telling you. There's, but, I, Ignacio, I don't the first civil war could have been avoided. This civil war can be avoided because the, the tenants in peaceful transfer and the tenants of law being the shield versus the spear are truly the founding of the nation. Now, if we can avoid civil war is the question. I think we can. But I, I must say, to your point, when you see the war of stupidity happening in Russia and Ukraine, can you avoid it? I don't know. Maybe we're not that smart. Maybe I give them too much credit. After all, if we were smart, would anybody have voted for this dimwit in diapers? And I don't just mean there you go. I mean, I mean, because his legacy of, of corruption. If we were smart, wouldn't everybody have known that Joe Biden from Delaware was a union mafia member? I think we should. We're definitely going to learn it. Thank you so much for the call. And that's what I love about people who are formerly from or descendants of the first generation, formerly from collectivist, Marxist, communist, fascistic, Fabian societies. This is the only country that the one word to describe it is freedom, not possibilities, you moron with wet socks. You're not David Carradine. That wasn't an episode of Kung Fu. You weren't talking about America's greatness. You were talking about selling it out for billions of dollars because you're a corrupt mafia member and you need to be removed today. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. You know, I'm watching in the studio of Xanadu. They have, they're inundating on NBC the pictures of Affirmative Action Jackson being coddled and caressed and hugged by diapers biting. And I'm wondering if he smells the way I perceive him to smell. Combination of Bengay and urine and corruption. It's all summed up. If you've ever been in a bathroom at O'Hare, you know exactly what I'm describing. Mary, Chicago. Sean, you're hilarious, Bengay. That's too funny. Um, I think the whole thing comes down to the women's movement and the breakdown of the family. So back in the day when I was in school, we, they didn't teach us about sex on any level. We learned about our bodies and puberty, and they gave us a little book. You know, we went home, talked to girls, went home, talked to their mothers. Now all the mothers are working full time. There's nobody home with the kids. The schools have become the babysitters. And so what it's, did schools teach them about sex? It's something, though, that, Mary, teach here's the, kids. the hard time I have. I, I was very, I had wonderful, wonderful teachers. I mean, the best of the best. I had a principal, Mr. Bright. I mean, these are wonderful people in Melrose Park. They would never have thought to have a conversation about sick sex with kids ever. But that was grade school. Back then it was grade school. You went to eighth grade in one school. The idea that a teacher would talk to children about sex is something that is outrageous to me. This is the the beauty of being a parent, of having a parent, the awkwardness, the come on, are you crazy? You know, that whole thing. It is it is unbelievable to me that not only would they have the authority to talk about sex, but they would have the authority the authority to inundate them at a time when kids are are kids. They're kids. They're confused, they're they're susceptible to to fraud and lies. And the idea that you would tell them that it is an option to mutilate their genitalia and then make a law so that it is provided for by the government 
and it won't be long like abortion when they won't need parental consent. I mean, you see the road this is on. And the, well, and, the, in... and, and the denial of, of exactly the problems of the people who are adults and go through this mutilation of their bodies. It's outrageous to me. In, Ca- in California right now, they're looking to pass a bill that 12-year-olds can make medical decisions without parental consent. And if people don't think, this is a whole other level that we're dealing with here, okay? If people don't think that this is good versus evil, then I don't know what to think about it anymore. This is I've always politics. viewed I've always always viewed fascism as evil. I and mean, that's, Sodom that's and Gomorrah has nothing on the United States of America in 2022. I like it. Yeah, we got uh, electric cars though. You know, people yeah. better pay attention to what's going on out there. This is good versus evil. It's not politics. Very they want it, they want good. our children, they want our souls, Sean. See, I period. want you with me down in a free state, Mary. Good news is, soon you'll, you'll be banned for the travel, so you'll have to do the Underground Railroad for freedom. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I was hearing the other guy talking about how we're going to be at civil war, and uh, you said we can prevent that. And I was thinking about that. You know, I, I think I've got an answer. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But anyhow, what I'm going you, you, at is... You have an answer, and you already implemented it, but go ahead. So, <laughs> try it. So, the, uh, the founders realized that Every couple of years, there's typically a revolution. That's why you elect the representatives every two years for the mm-hmm. House of Representatives. And you wanted stability. That's why senators are third only every six years. And, you know, back in the Roman days, campaigns used to be a war campaign of war. And politics is just war without, you know, without arms. But it's a, it's a war of ideas. But you still need your foot soldiers. You still need your people day to day to get the word out you, locally. You, you have been it. in a soft civil war for a, over a hundred years in this country. A oh, soft absolutely. civil war. Since the last, absolutely. you've been in this soft and civil have, war. And but only here's half the thing. of them were fighting. The other half I have, didn't know what was going on. There is a book, and I always blank on the name. It was written by a Soviet professor who predicted that America would break apart. He predicted six countries. I don't know what he's written. But the reality oh, is it's that. in the law to avoid this kind of of abuse and the way that it happens and the way that you do it legally without violence because i don't promote warfare i'm mad that they ever invented the gun we'd have been a lot better off if it was like me in the old days but the way that you do it is by you you're in austin texas that's how you did it mary i want her with me or with you or in any one of the other 21 states that are fighting off the abuses because the reality is it is it is unconstitutional that's the reality the democrat platform is unconstitutional Simple. Even it is. Even here, I've gotten around, involved locally. But people who are still who can't get out should get involved. I like it. Simple. I agree That's with what you, Kevin. In Kenosha. Just not not in a corrupt system, not in a corrupt state that's run by well, mafia members that are in on all the scams from the video gaming to the pot dispensaries. And that's why it's already ruled by corrupt lawyers who have very narrow shoulders and little pencil necks. Thank you, Kevin. Denise, Terry, Chris, Craig. I will take all of you after this. AM560, the answer. Oh, yeah. Much better time, boy. Nobody would have talked to any of these guys' kids about sex back when this song was on the radio. Uh, I will tell you this. There's a lot of morons out there. We call them Democrats. And they love welfare. They love something for nothing. They actually use the term free money 
There is no such thing. So when you see this fat slob, some call governor, beanbag with a pumpkin on it, bribe Democrats with welfare checks, pretending to help working men who uh, are drowning in the wallowing in the failure of Democrat policies and give them money and say, oh, it's for gases. Well, why not do this, fatso? Why not just suspend all taxes on gas? This way you help the people who actually buy gas. See, but your way of using a, a fraud term like taxpayers, you can bribe Democrats to vote for your fat ass. Because anybody with an IQ over 60 wouldn't, or anybody not in on the scam. So that got the attention of a guy who wants to change things. Not a, not a Democrat voter. Not somebody who voted for Biden and swindled a billionaire out of 20 million, hoping to get 100 by the name of Irving. This helped an actual man, inspired him to call me. So let's put on Gary Rabine. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hey, Sean. I'm doing great. How are you today? Good. Give me some good news because, you know, I'm listening to a lot of this nonsense of Griffin's money getting thrown around. I understand there's a lot of commercials. I'm listening to a lot of bull dung by a fraud who is the mayor of a place you try to avoid. Can you tell me uh, how it looks for you? It's looking awesome. I've got, uh, I actually felt like a movie star. Think about this, a paving concrete asphalt guy on the streets of Chicago and all over the state in the last uh, filming commercials that are coming out next week. So oh, really? How'd your hair look? Do you look good in it? It's going to be. I don't look good in it, but, but, I, but I, that's okay. I, I, I'm happy doing it. Because I've got to tell you what, these ads are going to are going to put me in the, they're going to just tell people who I am first, right? And I got to, when I look at what we see in, in the guy you're talking about, um, we're a stark difference. I mean, we're totally different, different uh, people. I've, I've, I've worked from, from my life from the 18 year old job to where I am today. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the only, I'm the only, I'm the only conservative in this race that, that didn't, didn't vote for Obama. I didn't realize this until recently. Well, here's a, <laughs> here's a difference. Unlike, Virtually any candidate in the country. You're using the money you made, not your daddy or your grandpa or some stranger that you promised to give kickbacks to. You're using your actual hard-earned money, which I tried to talk you out of. However, you're burning your own money up, and that kind of gives you a little bit of an advantage. It also gives you an advantage on solving some of the problems because you had to solve your own problems. You had to run how many businesses did you start, Gary? Well, we over three dozen, but we have 13 businesses today, and we're, we do business in all states, and uh, and we're cranking. We've got great great leaders in every company we have. Now, if you weren't in love with Illinois for some reason, I think uh, it's got to be something in your childhood, would you as a businessman actually consider moving to a totalitarian Democrat corrupt sewer where aldermen get indicted and charged with bribery? Like, I believe, who's the new, latest guy? Danny Solis? Ooh, shocker there. Another 50 thief calling himself an alderman goes down. But it really goes all the way up to the other yard gnome, Mike Madigan. After all, this state's been aware of the mafia running it, and it likes it. So does it look like the people are finally fed up with it? Does Gary Rabine stand a chance? Or the, how do the polls look? No, the polls are looking all right. I'm not, they're not as good as I wanted to look. I'm up there in the top two or three, depending on what you're looking at. Number one against Pritzker. That's a good thing, because when, when my name gets out there, I'm the guy that can beat him. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. We've done zero TV ads and, and expensive ads. So we're, we're in great position considering we haven't spent the money, the, the, you know, three or four other candidates have spent now. So when I start, when I start average, you know, we're, we're spending a bunch of money here in the next two months. To the end of this, this primary, we're going to be spending 
we're staying on air, and so we're going to get out there, get our message out there, and we're going to we're going to crank up the the, uh, the you know the ID, and we're going to win this thing. So now we had an experience. We tried to help a committeeman, and the um, Chicago GOP, led by a narrow-shouldered, pencil-necked scumbag lawyer, attacked him and threatened him with seas of gold, meaning someone else's money, because he's a scumbag who never made his own money, only swindled it. Are they attacking you or are they helping you? The Illinois GOP, run by such honorable lowlifes. The, the GOP is not doing anything for me at all, and I don't, I don't you know, I, I actually kind of look for them to maybe, you know, be, be at least a sounding board and all that early on. Um, but boy, you know what? I found them to be like zero value to me. They, they actually don't like me. I don't think, and uh, you know, that's okay. I mean, that's I, a badge. I, I at, you know, that's a badge, and that, that's that. I, I you should work one, that in your yeah, commercials. Yeah, many of them are bought. I mean, Republicans, I thought Republicans, conservative, they're all conservative. They must be good people. They can't be bought. Well, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, I, I looked into on. it. And many of them are you bought. give these scumbags for enough money. I can get them to eat a banana and drop a fruit salad off in 10 minutes. They're whores. They, and they're not even expensive. Most of it for 500 Listen, I want to thank you for coming on. Where can the people go to help Gary Raybine? RaybineforGovernor.com. RaybineforGovernor.com. Hey, one more thing I want to say is that what you were talking about earlier, weak leadership brings, brings you know, people, people die in weak leadership and livelihoods are lost. And that's what we have in Illinois compared to Indiana. If you look at, if, if Andrew Gilliam would have been elected in, in Florida, we have problems in Florida too, right? You know, weak leadership brings death and brings, and brings loss of livelihoods and jobs. That's what we're seeing in our country with a weak leader. That's what we, we saw the opposite with a strong leader. And a strong leader in Illinois is going to change it. That's me, buddy. I, I Listen, you know I love you. You know I endorse you. I, I want you to be, win. There's no question about it. In fact, you know, I, I, I've actually told relatives, if, if you, this guy isn't the nominee, get the hell out of there where you still can. And, uh, you know, I, that's how important I think it is. So I wish you the best of luck. I want the people to go to your site. Give it out one more time. RaybineforGovernor.com. I'm saying it's Raybine time. I love it. Raybine time. Not supported by any GOP frauds. I think you should put that right under your name. We'll be back after this. I'll take the rest of your calls. AM560, the answer. Fastest show on radio. I'll tell you what. I love it. I got a got a little gotta explain something to you, but I'm gonna take all your calls first. Jane Rockford. Hi, John. Hey, I just discovered Sean, you. Sean, but that's all right. I'm, I'm following. Just... I'm sorry, Sean. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Uh, hey, I'm supporting Gary Rabine. I heard him at in 2020 at several rallies for Trump, and I said back then, this guy needs to run for office because I loved what I he said, and he wasn't even t- talking politics then. And no. I, I, I'm telling you, I feel exactly like you. If this guy doesn't win the ticket, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I love him. I'm supporting him 100%, and I, I love your show. I, I, I will be turning in from now on because I'm loving what I'm hearing on your show. Thank you so much, Jane. I truly appreciate it. You can't find it on YouTube. I've been redacted by the fascist fourth row. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Dave Villapark. Yeah, thanks again, Sean, for taking my call. Real quick, uh, Gary, you got my vote, man. Thanks. Uh, I'm just so thankful that he is running. We need people that aren't controlled by these puppets. Love um, it. It's the Uniparty, as you're calling it. Absolutely. Um, keep that, keep drumming that beat. We got, we got to get people informed on that. Uh, another quick thing. I know you've been, you've been talking about gas prices. Um, you probably saw the thing where Pritzker has like mandated gas, uh, stations are like making an announcement that it's not his fault that uh-huh. the gas prices, you know, the whole thing with it, oh, he's going to lower the gas tax, whatever. That's a bunch of BS. No, he's going to give welfare checks. Lowering the gas tax would be something that affects the people who work. He wants to bribe the Democrat mafia. 
He doesn't right, have it in his. Right. So he, what he wants to do, in essence, is 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 what a wife beater does when he doesn't punch his wife. He wants people to thank him for not punching him in the face, like a wife beater. That's what a Democrat is, a fascist scum. We don't buy it, Dave. And yeah, I want yeah. You to... Real quick, can I can I jump in one one more quick thing? I agree with you 100. I just so, but um, the thing that really scares me, and I'll be quick. I don't know how many people you see walking around with masks still, but I just got out of work, and about half the people I was in a big meeting, half people were wearing masks, and it scares me because if Prisker turns on a dime, just like he does with because of the welfare and all that stuff, he says, "Oh, you know, what? we got to shut the state down again." It'll be how after many the people election. We're just going to follow like sheep. Everybody, Dave, and that's why I live in Florida. We see a guy with a mask on. We tell him, go back to Chicago, you moron, Democrat, scumbag. Feels good, too. Chris, Streamwood. Yo, yo, Sean, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, I, I do like that Ray-Ban guy. You know, I like that guy, you know. Uh, you know, forget that true fatty. But, but hey, you know, let's change the subject a little bit. This uh, Judge Jackson that they're uh, fawning over today. You know, CNN's going to be airing all these specials. But, you know... Besides the leftists, you know who else is happy about her getting in? Are all the pedophiles out there, uh, you know, downloading and just, you know, they're, they're the happiest day right there for them today. Chris, I love it. It's nice to see not all the chipmunks support Madigan. Pam, is a double even in a high-pitched voice. That's right. <laughs> Hi, Pam. Hi, is this Sean? Yes, it is. Sean, uh, we live in Melrose Park, and you mentioned Melrose Park. Yep. And... We knew the Sarlows from Melrose Park. Is that perhaps your mother and grandfather? Yes, it is. Oh, Sean, my husband and I knew you when you were little. Your uncle TJ was a friend of ours, and my husband used to come in. TJ, you know the the auto. You gave shop, me goosebumps, uh, man. You gave me goosebumps. That's those. That's my. Yeah, here I'm going to put my husband Gary on Sean because he huh. he wants to say hello to you. I don't know if you remember us, All but right. we remember you. Oh, this is very Hold exciting. On. All right. Come on, Hold Gary. On, Sean, got... just a minute. Right. Here's Gary. Minutes. All right. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Gary. How are you? So you remember me oh. when I was young. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, we would never forget you. We loved your family, your mom. Your oh. family was really tremendous. Thank and we you. love your radio show. We that love means it. means the world it's to me. Good all the time. Thank you very much. You all just right. made my entire year, brother. Thank you very much. They were wonderful people, You're weren't well. they? They're terrific. We miss them. We miss Thank them every day. You. Me too. Me too. All right, I'm Oh, I didn't mean to hang up on Gary. So here's, I wanted to, Gary, please forgive me, Pam, you too. But I, I want all of you to forgive me. I have an engagement that I committed to and cannot get out of. Now, I hate missing days. I've been here through two bouts with COVID, never missed a day. I don't like missing. I don't like taking off. So I know you're going to be mad at me. But we have a best of, and it's the best of with Ron Johnson, who I love to death and I want to support, good people like Gary Rabine, Ron Johnson, I want to support Ron DeSantis. It's time we cleanse our own house, and then we'll conquer the Marxist scum. So don't be mad at me. It's a Friday, and I didn't realize when I committed to this that it was um, during my show. I thought I could get there in time, but I can't. Uh, but, you know, I love you. It is because everybody listening to this, we don't have a Democrat. We don't have a gangster Chicago roach. We don't have union thugs and extortionists. We have the good people. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Craig, you're up to bat. Yeah. You're he's up he's bat. coming right to you, Sean. He's up there. Oh, yeah. Hey, Sean. Yeah. What are you, hanging around with a guy with the exact same voice? I love this. All right, go ahead. I didn't know there were two of you. How you doing, Craig? I'm doing well. I got a twin. Wonderful. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Now, earlier you were talking about that dirtbag with the, and, and, and like how he said that, that um, possibilities. Listen, the first thing that comes to my mind, that guy ain't smart enough to know about a possibility or a thing, nothing like that. But he's around people. And just like that uh, Obama when, oh, yeah, we're, we're three days away from transforming America. And yes, we can. Everything. He's around people that they're all talking and the possibilities of destroying this place and knocking this, the whole system down and everything. And that's the possibilities he's talking about. And that's the fundamental change he was talking about. I went long. That's the fundamental change. Seems to have worked a little bit. I was in the foot, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. And you were cutting a deal to sell out your own country, you Democrat gangster union mafia scumbag. Yeah, you were. The good news is it was in the billions. The bad news is we're all going to pay the cost. Now that with 20% of Democrats wish Trump was back. How many of the murdered Ukrainians? How much of the mayhem? How much of the failure? We all wish he was back. Now we got to deal with you for the next three years of meandering around and wetting the rug at the White House. Disgrace. All right, everybody have a great weekend. The best of isn't bad. I feel terrible about this. But I'll be back Monday.